1: Greetings and God bless. Welcome to another episode of Pastor Mike, Dynamic Voices for a Diverse Church, powered by The Witness, a Black Christian Collective. I am your host, Tyler Burns. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Burns Clan. Please follow at your own risk. And joining me to my right is the founder of The Witness. He has a very extensive bio The Man, The Myth, The Legend, The Two Time Best Selling Author, The Professor, The Substack Author, Jamar Dr. Jamar Tisby, Mr. Blue
2: Check Verified himself. What's going on, brother? Hey, feeling good. Grateful again to be here in the St. Stephen Studio.
1: Yeah. A very yeah. fancy shout out, setup. Shout out, shout out, shout out. So,
2: Ooh. uh, make sure you catch the video when you can.
1: Yes. Absolutely. And to my left, we have the vice president of The Witness, the author of the forthcoming book I won't shut up,
0: Finding Your Voice When the World Tries to Silence You, mm.
1: coming out in June of 2023. Of course, I'm talking about Ali Henny. Ali, what's going on?
0: Hey.
1: Listen, y'all. I'm hearing rumors that they got our face now. Huh? They got our faces. You know them, they, you know the people, the people that do stuff with our faces. They got our faces now. Let me tell you what I mean. So y'all saw the trend, right, of all these AI pictures where you sent them 10 of your pictures or 20 of your pictures, however many, and then they generated like cool AI photos. Y'all saw this trend? Yes. Did y'all do this trend?
2: No.
0: So, yeah, I did, but I didn't post my
1: pictures. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, what I saw, like, and, and my wife was saying the same thing, that it was really bad for black women. Like, the black Whoa. women pictures, like, weren't good. Wow. Like, Malina was like, these pictures are terrible. Like,
0: Yeah, my pictures, I had a couple that, interestingly, like, one of them came out looking like one of my cousins, like, looked exactly wow. like one of my cousins. I didn't have a very good sample size, but then also I decided not to post them, and I wasn't thinking about it at the time, so I was like, oh. Oh, this seems really cool. Um, but even just like some of the concerns that people have vo- voiced, like with artists and that type of thing, like oh, sure, you're sure. taking, it. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, I won't, I won't I post it then.
1: So some of mine and are, I was looking at them, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's like a cool new trend. So the first thing that people were saying was, oh, you know, they they got your face now and they can use it. I'm like. I do facial recognition on my iPhone. I kind of feel like, right.
2: you
1: know, like, <laughs> right. I feel like, they, yeah, I kind of feel like there. they got my pictures. I feel like, you know, I'm on multiple social medias. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that milk has been spilled. Yeah, but then the artist concern. I was like, yeah, because if you think about it. A.I. is doing that approximation of what artists do very well Mm. and with intention. It took them decades to master. Yeah, it took them decades to master. So I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about who could I pay to actually do Mm. a better job of this and a job that's actually you know more photorealistic to me and things mm-hmm. of that nature cuz you know in ai they're going to get all the the hands wrong Ooh, and the, the fingers yeah. we're going to get like we 10 fingers. fingers you're going to get another hand like right down here like coming out like this the, and... the
0: hands the, the hands upset me so bad like i can't like i'll <laughs> yeah. be looking at i'll be looking at it and i'm just like this up this is this not is right there's creepy. something and whenever it generates words too like oh, yeah, whenever yeah, yeah, yeah. it generates words or letters like that, oh my gosh, that freaks me out. Yeah. It's just it, I, I don't know.
2: And I, there was something with the the uh, the way the AI sexualized women, right? Like it emphasized certain features mm. as ideal in terms of beauty.
0: Interesting. Ooh, that's interesting. interesting and basically
2: europeanized
0: them no definitely oh yes definitely yes. 100 yes. yeah. percent, yes it definitely like lightened my skin in fact the one the picture that i got that looked like my cousin my cousin's biracial huh. and so like i i'm if you can't see me like i'm I'm dark skinned and like this had me out like like super wow. like light skin yeah. nothing against light skin people but like i'm not light skinned right yeah and right. it's like yeah, that I definitely felt the, the Europeanization, for the Anglicization, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah,
1: the same thing happened with Malina, where she was, you know, Malina is naturally lighter skinned, but even more so. Wow. To a point to where in, in a number of photos, she looked white. Whoa! Wow. And she was like, well, how is, this, how is this me? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, And how is AI generating this? Mm. So a couple of things were very interesting about this. So as I started to do more research on AI... Y'all seem like AI taking over, cuz like it seems like (laughs) AI is becoming a thing. What is it called? Chat GPT? Oh, yeah. So that's becoming a thing, right? So now a number of people have used Chat GPT to generate like a leadership talk (laughs) or to generate (laughs) a worship. Song oh or my. to generate what? sermons or yes. to generate
2: like essays, yeah, for essays, or yeah, class. for the for <laughs> 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 no,
1: nobody gonna do that the here. Bro. are
2: like, uh, wait nah, a minute, bro, you bro. ain't gotta worry about that here, you ain't gotta worry
1: about that, dog. Like, but I'm but true, right? right. Like, it's and true. so, it's true. one of the scariest things is how AI deals with faces mm-hmm. and specifically in two areas deep fake technology mm. and facial recognition, yeah. So have y'all been watching this deep fake stuff? Because now they can take you, if I'm looking away from the camera, they can literally take your eyes after AI and move you to where you're looking at the camera, but you were looking away from the camera the whole time. Wow. So it like makes teleprompters, you can literally read the teleprompter and then in post they can
2: just adjust oh your my eyes. Gracious.
1: <laughs> I'm like, yo, that is that's deep. That is deep and that's scary. Deep. That yes.
2: really is chilling when you think about politics. Yes. And the ways mm-hmm. that bad actors can use deep fake technology to make it seem like someone they don't like is doing something horrible. Mm-hmm. And they're very believable. That's why they call them deep fakes, right? Yeah. Like right. the 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 level of adjustment um and change goes so deep it's hard to tell without some other software or program exactly that can detect that.
1: Okay, y'all gotta get into this chat GPT worship song. Okay, y'all gotta get wow. into this. I gotta read go. this for y'all. I had to look it up. Chat GPT worship, you tell me they they asked Chat GPT to do a worship song, to write a worship song. This is verse one. I'm not gonna sing, but I, I almost oh, thought oh. about it. <laughs> you hold me close, you never let me go. In your arms, I find my strength to grow. With every step- <laughs> <laughs> Ali put one hand up, on, she's like, hold up, hold up, let him cook, let let, 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 cook. Let, 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 let him cook, let him cook. With every step, I know you're by my side. Okay. With you, I'll conquer every fear and tide, And then here's the chorus. You are my everything. You light up my way. In your love, I find my home each day. With every breath, I'll sing your praise high. You are my king. You are my reason why. Okay, but first of all, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, this kind of sound like Chris. This it sound like a Chris Tomlin type beat to me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this kind of sound like a Chris Tomlin yeah, this kind, joint. This sounds like feels,
0: this feels is, like Hillsong. This
1: is giving me Joel this, Houston. Like this, this is it's de-
0: de- 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 it's my, definitely my, giving me give me Joel Houston for real. Yeah. yeah, no shade, but yeah, yeah. It's just like, a very interesting.
2: that popped up in church during worship, like the lyrics were on screen, right? Nobody would think twice. Nobody would think. No, no
0: I mean, some people like like I mean are. Are you singing about Jesus or your girlfriend? Right, <laughs> Exactly. But, yes. but, that, but songs In written arms, by but, but, instant, but like songs that are written by humans sound is sound like, like sound that. Like, sound like that, man. That worship, stuff, that, That's yeah. that's
1: awesome. a look. Yeah. I'll tell y'all. Y'all got to get into I this got chat. Worship. Out yeah, you can come up with your own. But it's like, yo, if you uh, I don't know. okay, come on now. <laughs> See? Look, <the> wind <laughs> I need the witness to get into the worship game, right? Like, but if you think about it. That's very chilling that they can take millions of worship songs and come up with an approximation. Mm. And then the other thing that I was I was looking at is Madison Square Garden uh, started, there's a case of Madison Square Garden getting sued by some lawyers because they were denied entry or their clients were denied entry into Madison Square Garden based upon facial recognition. So basically how it goes is the lawyers were suing Madison Square Garden or suing the venue for whatever situation with their clients. And if you're a different client, even if you're not the same client, from what I understand, they can facial recognize their clients and deny you entry, even though you bought a ticket. So deny you entry for a concert, deny you entry for.
0: (laughs) So I heard about something like this where like there was somebody that was, that was banned from Madison Square Garden because I think maybe they were like a lawyer in yeah. a in a case that was being litigated. It it was it was wild. That yeah. was that was completely wild. It was something that I saw uh, recently. My family we recently went on vacation, and so um, my husband and I got TSA uh, pre check. So because we were traveling with two kids, we're like running we're a TSA oh, pre check yeah. so, so we can so we could so we can go through. We ain't gotta take off our shoes. We ain't gotta do like all that other type of stuff. Well, whenever whenever we left Chicago, I didn't see it, but whenever we ended up in. A Orlando, I saw that they had this other thing called Clear. yeah
2: mm-hmm. Clear. Mm-hmm.
0: And it was a and it was like a facial recognition yep. thing that like that I guess works with your, with your with your
2: fingerprints. So
0: then we we went on a we went on a cruise, and whenever we um were getting our documents and stuff ready for this ship, they asked for our picture, and I'm like, that's kind of weird. Like we have our passport. Like why why do they want like a picture? So I was like, I okay, fine. I put the picture in there. So whenever we got to uh, Port Canaveral, whenever we actually got to the thing, they were able. We we sh- we told them our names. They had it. They had a picture of us. They we were like, Okay, yes, the, this is this is you. Whenever we would get on and off the boat, they would use facial recognition. So they so they knew what, what room we were, they knew our stateroom number, they knew like our citizenship, like they they knew all these things about us. And so whenever we're getting on and off the boat, like cuz we had kids, whenever it was the kids, like it would alert. And I'm assuming that it would alert to be like, "Oh, is this is this kid getting off the ship like with it with somebody that looks like they're grown up, but getting but getting on and off." So wow. I didn't have have to have my passport. Like they still recommended that you bring your documents with you, but I didn't have to have my I didn't have to have my documents. I didn't have to have anything. I could literally just get my get my face scanned and walk onto the port and or that's whatever. What...
1: Yes, giving dystopian. It,
0: it, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, okay, but see, I believe really, I was okay with not having to carry a bunch of stuff right, around. Like, I right. feel like I'm, like, the prime candidate for, like, whatever. Okay. Like, the mark of the beast yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. It's like, convenient. She said, she said I'm going to get that mark. Oh, that mark, I'm right. I'm just jump into that mark.
2: I'll be like, okay. Did you see, similar to that, um, Am- is it, I think it's Amazon, is uh, Amazon piloting a program. It. It, it's definitely Where you can pay with your palm.
0: So, oh yeah. So mm-hmm. you, you get the your dog. palm
2: scanned, You insert your credit card so they have the number. Then when you go to the checkout, they have a scanner. You just put your palm over it. You don't even touch anything. You just hover your hand. Dog, it's giving over revelation. It's that's, giving that's, left behind. That's giving,
0: that's giving re- revelation. It's, I'm it's, not even,
1: that's not even my eschatology, but it's right. giving left behind. This <laughs> for
0: sure is giving left behind. Now I had heard that, um, I hadn't heard the palm thing, but I'd heard that like Amazon was piloting stores where you could walk in and yes. i think it would use oh, they like definitely facial do. recognition yeah, they definitely do. you could pick up stuff you up off the joint out. and walk out and it would charge you yeah. to your prime account because no, they were seen talking about they i think they, they were talking about having those stores in chicago and i was like absolutely the heck not i am not, not i mean i'm an amazon user i know that some people you know their their politics yeah. and their ethics don't allow them to use amazon i personally i, I shop with amazon knowing that jeff bezos is like that, that the yeah. billionaires aren't ethical. Low key trillionaire, you know, low key you know. tr- like like that. There's there's issues with that. But I was really really super duper concerned about the fact that I could walk into a store as a black woman, could mm. walk into a store, could take stuff off the shelf without pay and walk out the store, without physically making a transaction. Yeah. Now, I mean, I trust the Chicago police about as far as I can throw them and I am not that strong. Mm. And so I'm like, what is, right. what is the implications of yes. this? If I walk out the store, because I mean, I'm sure that you all have had this happen where you pay for something at like the mall or something like that and they forget to scan it, they forget to, and then, and then you yeah. walk out the and you get the buzzer <laughs> and then they check your receipt and whatever. So, but if I'm walking out of a store, I don't got any type of receipt, I don't got anything like that, and I'm, and then I'm gonna be. Put, I could have no wallet, no ID. Yeah, exactly. exactly anything. Have I could have I could have nothing on me to prove that that I am who I said that I am and that I actually paid this stuff. I don't know. It raised some concerns for me.
1: Well, and this is kind of the whole reason I brought this up is because I think AI concerns are real for everyone, mm-hmm. but it's especially real for people of color, especially real for black people mm-hmm. in America. And one of the things that I thought about with AI is policing, mm. right? You know, San Francisco, I believe it was San Francisco or someplace in California recently uh, decided they would get the robotic dog. Mm. Um, so that's like the, the robotic dog straight out of Black Mirror. Like it looks like the exact same joint from Black Mirror that was basically like indestructible and chasing people down and hunting them. Mm-mm. Um and I'm like, Mm-mm. yo, so they they piloted it and they're they're doing that pilot right now. They just passed it so that now the robotic dog can like be Part of the police force. Oh my lord! And so I'm thinking about like what. <laughs> right?
0: like, oh, oh, is, right. is, it, is it giving slave catcher? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? It, right. You no,
1: know, it's giving a lot of things. Like it's giving it's, minority report. Yeah,
0: you're know, right. Yeah. Right? It's
1: giving minority report. It's giving black mirror. It's giving slave catcher. It's like, and I, I have to be impressed with the multitude of genres. That <laughs> that's ridiculous.
0: Like I gotta give you props
1: for that. Yeah. Like, like you
0: gotta you gotta deal with like physical people oppressing you. Now you got to deal with AI, you got to deal
1: yeah. with... Robots, yeah. like everything. And so if you think about that, there's unique, some unique concern. So I don't want to discount the fact that from an efficiency standpoint, mm-hmm. it it's the advancement of technology. It's the advancement of the world. But the advancement of technology doesn't have always the power to promote justice and flourishing for all people. Mm-hmm. And especially it, it typically exacerbates the divide between the rich and the poor, Mm -hmm. the class divide and also the racial divide as Mm -hmm. well. So you even think about basic things where it's hard for us to get, you know, sometimes I'll walk up to the the automatic door opener, you know, and it won't read for Mm -hmm. me. No, I'm like, yo, you know, like, so I gotta wait for somebody else like to come around, like, or, you know, you put your hand in the soap dispenser and then it doesn't come out, you gotta wave your hand, you gotta, you know, Mm -hmm. you gotta do, what's this, what's this? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like,
1: you gotta do that just to to get the soap Soap, to come out. And that's like a minor thing, but then we think about our physical bodies, our lives, we think about our flourishing, our survival, AI in the hands of law enforcement mm. terrifies mm-hmm. it's chilling
2: Pass the mic. We appreciate you.
1: AI in the hands of law enforcement Mm. terrifies Mm -hmm. me. Chilling. AI in the hands of the government terrifies me. AI in the hands of the military to use as war. Like terrifies me. What are we gonna have next? VR soldiers? You know, <laughs> like it's just like, yo, this kind of like, are we respawning? You know, right. after this, like that terrifies me to think about the implications for justice in a just society with AI.
0: But even thinking about stuff because I mean, yes, the military, the police, like that, like that, that aggressive kind of police, military, state, that that industrial complex, but also basic stuff like you mentioned, like the hand dispenser working, or in the hospital. Yeah, And so we talk about like the motion thing not working um, to dispense the soap or to get the paper towels or, or to even wash your hands. That's frustrating. As a dark-skinned person, that's frustrating. But I had heard something about how during COVID, the pulse oximeters that they used to see what wow. our oxygen sac- saturation levels were, they found that those did not work as well on black skin. And so then the implication of that wow. is that it was was giving us higher readings. So, like, our pulse ox might have actually been 85, but it was saying that, you know, it was, it was 90 or 92. Mm-hmm. And so we weren't receiving the care. We, uh, we weren't receiving the care because there's a certain threshold during some of the, the COVID crisis where they would say, you know, if your, if your oxygen saturation falls below this threshold, then we're going to, we're yeah, going to take, more, we're going to take yeah. more measures. So there, so they, a study found that, that the oximeters weren't working as well for black people. And so then the readings were generally I feel like before points it might not have been that much, but it was but it was some significant amount of points higher. And so then the question was, how many black people died of COVID Oof. that didn't maybe need to Die of COVID, maybe wouldn't have numbers died we're of the COVID. The numbers are fine because because they're telling you the numbers are fine. But then we also know how medical racism works. Whenever yes. we're saying like we're in pain, we're hurting, this isn't working, our symptoms aren't being taken as seriously. Mm. And so there's implications there. There's implications for for, for medical racism. Um, I think that there's implications for how the the healthcare system works. I think there's there's um, implications for the education system. So you know we we joke about like cheating on papers. And and that type of stuff. I remember my mom telling a story about whenever she was in college in the 70s, one of the first papers that she that she wrote. Um, she got a C on. Now my mom's very smart. She graduated second in her class. Like right. she's she's whatever. She she's like I had never gotten a C on anything in my entire life, and so I went to my professor and asked him like you know what what could I do better? And so he told her he was, he was like well I don't think that a black person can write that well. Wow. And so she was like um whoa pardon, pardon me whoa but I, she what he thought, happened
2: after she punched yeah <laughs>
0: <him? laughs> she, she was in jail. Yeah, she's, she's, she's out of jail now. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: right.
0: But no, she oh she she was like, no, but I wrote this paper. And she convinced them that she wrote the paper. She got the aid that she deserved. But you take that situation, which was a human, that, and it was racism. But what happens whenever people can say, oh, but it was AI that generated this? And then wow. how is a student, if the AI gets supposed so good, prove. how yeah. is the student supposed to prove That they're not, that they haven't plagiarized. How is a student supposed to to prove, and even, I don't know, Jamar, if your institution does this or not, but the institutions that I've been at, they have a thing where you feed all the papers and stuff into it and it can tell some of them it's just institute within the institution and then some they pull even from larger databases yeah. it, dep- it depends on what your institution does and they they read your papers and they check to see if you have if you've copied papers well what happens then and that is actually using ai too but what happens whenever black students are being accused of cheating because of a because of ai because 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 of their because of their excellence like what what happens what happens then
1: that bringing up such a great point and also you know how do we defend ourselves against this because you know it's funny to say but would people be more apt to believe ai over us in any area Mm. like so black people are already not believed now how much more so if where our dispute is with artificial intelligence. (laughs) Would people believe artificial intelligence over us? And I think we all know the answer is they probably would. Right. And so now what does that do for our bodies, our safety? There's one other story that's very interesting to me. One of my pastor friends, he recently had a surgery and he was talking about how the surgery was done with, I forget the name of the system, but the surgery to repair something inside of him was being done with a robotic assistant. So it's literally like the surgeon, like, is like using mm. the robot, you wow. know, or using and, and like controlling it. And then they have a second one there in the room just in case the first one breaks down. But so if you think about it, like, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that sounds really cool. Interesting. Well, how much do those cost? Like a million dollars each or two million dollars each or something like that. So if you think about like dispensable resources of healthcare system or like the different care that you receive at a private hospital versus a, a public or non profit or like whatever it may be, not for profit like hospital, right? So I'm on I'm on the committee of a I'm on the board committee of a not for profit hospital, which has different resources than a for profit hospital. Mm. Wow. Right. So like if you think about the resources and where's the not for profit hospital located? In the black community. Mm. <laughs> where's the for profit hospital located? Downtown or right near the airport. Right. So it's like it's like two different and so you think about those different the different care and resource access that
2: hmm.
1: how many black people because of lack of insurance or lack of access to adequate health care or lack of access to premium health care, they wouldn't get that same treatment because they're gonna go to the hospital that they can afford. Wow. And yeah. then the, the that hospital is not dealing with the same amount of money and the same amount of resource that a for profit hospital is. And a part of that is just it's part of the market. But it's also like, oh, OK, this is kind of icky because now mm-hmm. you get like state-of-the-art surgery here and my church members are struggling in this hospital because wow. the hospital is on, you know, bare bones, like able wow. to just, you know, you think about just access and things like that. And so how do we, you know, have you all thought about protecting yourselves from this? Like, is there any way to unplug? Is there any way to disconnect? Is there any way for us to think through what this can mean. I know that from cameras and facial recognition or smartphones, (laughs) it's not impossible
2: to think that people don't have that. Uh, I think it was, I think it was, Rick Ross gave an interview Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> about why he wouldn't drive Yo, an electric car. Why he wouldn't drive a Tesla. <laughs> Yo, tell him, tell him about this. This is hilarious. So Rick Ross, he's dead serious, but he's just like, no, nah, I would never get a Tesla. I would never get an electric car because <laughs> it can geotrack your location and law enforcement could always find me. Like, right. For Rick Ross is a real concern. <laughs> right. Rick
1: Ross is like Rick Ross is like, where's where's Ricky at? Nah, bring him in for this. <laughs> he got that boy. nah bring him in for questioning <laughs> that's, he's that's like exactly so I am right. never gonna have a Tesla so if you think about that that's hilarious oh my but then also uh, <laughs> let Rick Ross France, cook you know, <laughs>
2: <laughs> let Rick Ross cook, cook. Oh, so.
1: because if you got a self
0: driving car
1: that <laughs> can just
2: you it drive you, the drive you. So just click it the button just,
0: it can just drive you to the police station lock you up in Ooh. that joint be like okay Ooh.
2: so I mean you ask what we can do and it just feels like like, yes, there's always something you can do, but it feels like the what you can do is increasingly countercultural yeah. and in that sense radical, right? Like, so t- to live off the grid today, if that's even possible, will have to do with your sh- cell phone, how you pay your bills, how you go shopping, where you drive, what you drive, all of yeah. those things. And in this increasingly technologically Plugged in world, it's harder to, harder and harder to unplug for the basic reason of convenience, but now more and more so from necessity. Yeah, I, mean, I can't even imagine what does
1: unplugging look like for my kids' school? Mm-hmm. You know, like how we communicate with teachers through apps. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like how we get reports and stuff is, is through apps. Like yeah, we have some physical options, but they're decreasing quickly.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, kids get,
1: kids get Chromebooks at the school. Mm-hmm. You know, for specific activities and things of that nature. So, how do how does that work with my kids' school? How does it work with paying bills? How does it work mm-hmm. with? And I think one of the things that I'm I'm actually processing and thinking about is, you know, for Black creators and mm-hmm. for Black mm-hmm. innovators. I think that the only people that will protect us are those groups of people. Yeah. And so how do we actually learn as, you know, even the church, right? You think about the church, but church is thinking about things that it should be thinking about if it's a healthy body, right? Connectivity, discipleship, preaching the word, serving the community, um, you know, feeding the homeless, you know, caring for the poor, the widow, the sick and shut in, but we also have to have some arm of, and I, we're in a church right now, that has an arm of, of, of studio, right? Like mm-hmm. also empowering creators and STEM and mm-hmm. all these other things where it's like, we have to actually use our resources to invest Mm-hmm. That's really in good. the next generation yes. of who is going to be on the front lines of creation, mm-hmm. who is going to be on the front lines of innovation with a mindset and a theology of human flourishing mm-hmm. that says, yes, there are advancements in technology that can be very helpful for us. Mm-hmm. And then there are also advancements that can create further divides and distance mm-hmm. and just be an avenue for racism and white supremacy to flourish mm-hmm. and lord over black people. So. Right. I've even been thinking about what do we do with resources? Like, if I ever got a building, you know, what does a building look like? I joke with our staff, like, if I get, you know, someone's like, oh, if you get a million dollars right now, you're going to go and buy a building. I'm like, that would be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, unless I could use the building for something else that was going to bless and enhance the community. Of course. But just a building mm-hmm. for a building's sake, I'm not just going to take and use that in Pensacola because that's not. That's not wise. Like, right. so I'm just gonna gut a building and then turn it into like the fanciest sanctuary ever. Mm. What? Where's the Where's the lab that's teaching coding, AI, you know, um, training, you know, uh, design, STEM, like those types of things that are actually going to enhance our community, put jobs in our community, but then also protect us. <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> you know,
2: I think there's also in addition to investing in creatives, which I think is. Absolutely vital for church life and life and health in, in the 21st century. There's even a sort of both scholarly and ministerial aspect to it, right? So like we need black ethicists to Ooh, come yes. along and say, That's what question. are the dangers? Yes. What are the blessings? What are the mm-hmm. burdens of technology in general, of AI in particular? Um, there's a ministerial aspect to it of theologizing mm-hmm. around these things. What does it mean to be a human? Mm-hmm. That's what AI really brings mm-hmm. up on a mm-hmm. deep level, yes, if you can approximate human reasoning, what makes us uniquely human um and that's that's the job of of intellectual creatives, thinkers, people who will uh dissect the text and and look at the tradition and help us from our community that's the critical part yes mm-hmm. because other folks in the field aren't necessarily asking these questions because they're not black. Right. And they don't come up yes. against the same challenges. So how can we invest in our own thought leaders to help us mm-hmm. think ahead mm-hmm. about
0: the implications of all of this? And to that point, I think that something that I've observed is that sometimes our community, we can be very... Um, Afraid of new yeah. things and rightly mm-hmm. so. Like I'm mm-hmm. not saying mm-hmm. that we that we shouldn't be afraid of things, that we shouldn't evaluate and maybe maybe mitigate and think about some of our participation in things. But I think that there's a there's an element of each person has to discern for themselves mm-hmm. what they want to participate in, whether they want to put their pictures in apps, whether they want to put their kids' pictures in apps we all have to discern that and stuff for ourselves at the same time. And I think that what I hear Jamar saying is that we have to be in the space because mm-hmm. if we completely, if, if black folks That's completely so remove ourselves from the conversation, yeah. if we completely say, you know, we're not, we're not going to give them our pictures. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. All that does is create a vacuum to where if when we're in the vacuum of information, the vacuum of knowledge, it actually creates An instance for oppression. It sets the stage for oppression because if we're if we're not in the conversation, if we're not contributing in some way and saying what's good about this, what's bad about this, what's what's wrong, how can this be misappropriated, how can this be misused, how can this be mistreated, if we're not part of those conversations, if we take ourselves out of those conversations, then then we are whenever the white supremacy comes in the policing system with a with AI. If we weren't part of this, we might regret in 20, I mean, heck, 10 years. We might regret wow. not being, five years. Yep. We might regret not being in those conversations. So I think that we need to be in those conversations <laughs> in a broader sense. But I certainly am, am sympathetic to and empathetic to the fact that some of us don't want to participate in the yeah, thing because we, sure. because for, for lots of different reasons.
1: That's really helpful. For me personally, because I think when I look at AI, AI, I see alarm. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see like advancement, and I'm like, oh, let's let's stay away from it. Not let's be, mm-hmm. let's have our voices heard in it.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think
1: that's a really helpful expansion of my mind to think through any advancement of technology, any advancement of society, any like to not just automatically, but to investigate, to learn, mm-hmm. to hear from those who are experts. Um, but I think, you know, I think I'm going to skip the uh, palm palm scanning for my for my stuff.
0: Yeah, I know. I think it's, I'm going to skip given, the palm <laughs> it's, 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 it's I think that's the,
1: one thing, that's, a, that's the one thing that's too far. It's a bridge too far for me. <laughs> I'm not going to scan my palm. But everything else I try to be open to as best I possibly can. You know what
2: this reminds me of? It reminds me of something we talked about before. What was it? Um afro futurism. Okay. That's what it was. <laughs>
1: afro Okay, did, did y'all trademark that? Did you and Bria Perry trademark that? Are y'all... Are y'all...
2: Uh, well, we, we keep getting laughed at by our producer, but I think, no, there's, I think, I think there's something to do with it. That's That's
1: fine. to me. That's fine. That's fire to me.
2: this AI conversation
1: yes. is afro futurism. Yes, it is. Um, don't y'all hard. take that and run with it. Don't do don't, a book. Don't, don't, don't do, do, do a book.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or at least reference us, at the very least. At the very least.
1: Yeah, this is a good conversation.
0: This episode was brought to you in part...